0: There are a lot of memes and graphics floating around that talk about how, if you don't come out of this global pandemic with a new skill, a new invention, a new body, a new something, that you will have wasted this time while you're sheltering in place. A couple of days ago, I even saw a graphic that listed all of the companies that didn't exist before the Great Recession, including Venmo, Uber, Snapchat, Twitter, and more. Yes. And... The hustle mentality isn't right for right now, and shaming people who don't have the time or don't take the supposed extra time they have to do something new is the absolute wrong thing to do. That's what we're going to talk about on today's Spin Sucks podcast episode. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together, we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. The Great Recession, the dot-com bubble burst, and 9-11 have all happened in the last 19 years. All three were the same in some respects, but very different in others. Yes, they were the same in that unemployment was high, organizations went out of business, people were unable to pay their bills, and particularly around 9 11, the country mourned. But we didn't also have the grief that we have today, and that's what we're all experiencing grief. Grief over the loss of proms and graduations, loss of friends and routines, loss of simple pleasures such as meeting friends out for drinks or having birthday parties. We have grief over the loss of control of our lives and the loss of normalcy the fear of economic toll, and the loss of connection. What we feel is what the experts call anticipatory grief. This is the feeling we get about what the future holds when we're uncertain. It usually centers around death. We feel it when somebody gets a dire diagnosis or when we have the normal thought that we'll lose this parent someday. Anticipatory grief is also more broadly about imagined futures. There's a storm coming. There's something bad out there. With this virus, this kind of grief is confusing for all of us. Our primitive mind knows something bad is happening, but we can't see it. This breaks our sense of safety, and we feel that loss of safety. To boot, we don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. We're smack dab in the middle of the tunnel, and we don't know how much further we have to keep digging. In Chicago, they finally announced we won't be going back to school this school year. Wisconsin has shelter in place until May 26th, yet Florida just reopened its beaches. It's all happening in dribs and drabs, and that's enough to test all of our cognitive energy. So this idea that we can do something new with all of our free time, quote-unquote free time, is ludicrous. Every single one of us is grieving. We're certainly at different stages, and maybe some of us have the ability to add something new right now. That's fantastic. I wish I were there. I do (laughs) really wish I were there. Some of us do have more free time because we've lost our jobs or lost clients or work. It's just going at a much slower pace. And how you feel that time is up to you, not to your friends or family, not to your colleagues or your clients or your boss, and certainly not to the people out there telling you to hustle and create and innovate. Think about it like this. Many of you have lost people who have been very near to you. Parents, children, a spouse, close friends, a sibling. During your time of grief, were you able to be innovative and creative? In the first several weeks, did you have time to think about all the new things you were going to learn and do? Or were you so paralyzed to the point that you didn't know if you could even get out of bed? Did people tell you to put on your big pants and create something new? Of course not. They knew you were grieving. Yet, as we all deal with the loss of something right now, there are people out there saying things such as, if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill, starting what you've been putting off like a new business or more knowledge, it's not because you lack time, but because you lacked discipline. (laughs) Here's what I'd like to say to people like that. Here's my first grader. She starts her day at 9 a.m. with morning meeting, and then she has to do wake-up work. From there, she does phonics and then recess. Then we dig back into schoolwork and do literacy and math, and you have to record her doing everything to prove to her teachers that she's doing the work as requested, all before lunch. In between you acting like the first grade teacher and videographer and parents all at once, you will also handle client calls and Zoom meetings and try to accomplish the things on your list that don't take a lot of brain power or time, but do need to be done. And because you're at a new stage in your grief journey, it will take you longer to do those things because your brain is processing a future that isn't yet clear. But sure, let me get right on starting a new business or learning a new skill. In other words, bite me. In just a few minutes, I'll be back to tell you what a trauma psychologist from Beirut has to say about the hustle mentality. Before I let you go for a couple of minutes, I'd like to preface it by saying, you're going to hear a bit about the PESOL model certification you can get through SpinZucks and Syracuse University. I don't think you have to learn this new skill right now. If you don't have the mental power to do it, I am completely with you. But I also want to be able to plan for my future and I imagine you do too, which is why I like to know what my options are for later. So here's more information for when you're ready. And if you're ready now, that's great too. Podcasting is an increasingly popular marketing channel for businesses in all industries. But getting episodes to drive specific business outcomes can be a challenge. If you or your clients run a podcast as part of your marketing, then you know it can be difficult to track the value the show creates and communicate that value to those who are the most invested. But it doesn't have to be that way. If you would like to learn how to identify and track the podcast metrics, don't we all, that make a difference on the bottom line, go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash Spinsucks. They have a free training on how to do exactly that. And it's created by the company that produces this very podcast. And I love, 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 love them. And you will too. So go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash Spinsucks. One more time, podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. I'm back. I mentioned I'd tell you what a trauma psychologist from Ray Root has to say about this idea that we should be extra productive right now. She says, and I quote, I thought I was spared the horrid motivational phrase going around right now. If you don't come out of this with a new skill, you never lack time. You lack discipline. Until I saw it on my local yoga studio page. As a trauma psychologist, I am utterly, utterly horrified, enraged, and bewildered about how people can believe and spread this phrase in good conscience. We are going through a collective trauma that is bringing up profound grief, loss, panic over livelihoods, panic over loss of lives of loved ones. People's nervous systems are barely coping with the sense of threat and vigilance for safety or alternating with feeling numb and frozen and shutting down in response to it all. People are trying to survive poverty, fear, re-triggering of trauma, re-triggering of other mental health difficulties. Yet someone has the nerve to accuse someone of lack of discipline for not learning a new skill? And by a yoga teacher? This cultural obsession with capitalistic productivity and always spending time in a productive, fruitful way is absolutely maddening. What we need is more self-compassion, more gentle acceptance of all the difficult emotions coming up for us now, more focus on gentle ways to soothe ourselves and our pain and the pain of loved ones around us, not a whipping by some random jerk making us feel worse about ourselves in the name of motivation. I mentioned earlier that the dot-com bubble burst, 9-11, and the Great Recession were different and that they didn't create the kind of grief we're experiencing right now. Nor did they require us to be teachers, parents, spouses, housekeepers, chefs, employees, bosses, clients, and individuals all at the same time. I read somewhere that there is a reason we're either working parents or stay-at-home parents. Because it's impossible to do both at the same time. And right now, we're being asked to do both at the same time. During the Great Recession, we lost 50% of our revenue, and I did have a bunch of time on my hands. Sure, I had grief over the loss of the clients and the team I had to lay off, but it wasn't the same as it is today. And because I'm type A to the nth degree, I spend a lot of time hustling and creating. I wrote two books in the span of 18 months, I launched online courses, I traveled the world speaking and promoting said books, and you know what, I could. I could leave my house, I could travel, I could ride my bike outside. There is no way on earth I could do those things today. Even if I weren't also a first grade teacher, My cognitive energy is taxed in a way I've never experienced. And I'll bet yours is too. If it takes you twice as long to do things as is normal for you, that's okay. If you have a great day one day and a terrible one the next, that's okay. If you have some days that you do nothing but hide under the covers and watch Netflix, that's okay. As an aside, I just finished season three of Ozark and holy cow, I won't ruin it for those of you who haven't seen it yet, but holy cow. If you have a day where your creativity is on high drive, take advantage. Have a plan for those days. You're going to write. You're going to paint. You're going to take a class. You're going to work on the ideas you've had on the back burner for a while. You're going to start to craft a plan for the new business you want to start. Whatever it happens to be, write it down and attend to it in pieces when you do have a fantastic day and a burst of creative energy. And don't beat yourself up if you have to let it sit for a few days or weeks or even months. People keep saying we're all in this together. We're not all in this together. We're all in this at the same time, but we're all experiencing it differently. Some of us have small children at home who are trying to homeschool at the same time as work or run a business. Some have kids who won't go to prom or graduate with their friends. Others have kids who may have to take a gap year because the college of their choice won't be starting until January. Others have aging parents who are quarantined with people who have the virus. Others had to stop dating or stop seeing their special friend. Some have lost their jobs and can't find new because no one is hiring. Don't shame people for how they're handling their grief. We're all grieving. Some of it show it differently than others, but we're all grieving. If you come out of this as a survivor, you will have done exactly what you needed to do. I'll get off my soapbox now. While your experience might be exactly the same or completely different than mine, I am here for you. The Spinsucks team and the Spinsucks community are here for you. If you need an ear to bend or a shoulder to cry on, we can and will support one another. Of course, I think the Spinsucks community is the best on the internet, but you'll not find a group of communicators that's more supportive and inclusive and kind than in there. If you're not already there, you can find us at Spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's Spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. And if you are already there and are afraid to speak up, direct message me or someone from the Spinsucks team. We're happy to help. I'll see you next week.